Good morning, good afternoon, and good night to my hungry athletes worldwide. I am your coach, Chaz. Follow me on Instagram at C-O-A-C-H-C-H-A-Z-Z. I'm in your room. I'm in your car. We on the bus. We walking toward our future. We are on our way to work towards our future. Here we are, day by day, working to become better athletes and students of life. Let's get to business. I'm feeling really, really, really inspired today, and I just wanted to share this with you guys. Um, today is a rainy day in Boston. You know, the the sun's not out. It's pretty cloudy. I'm alive, though. I have all my limbs. I'm actually recording this in my car, you know, on my laptop. I'm just watching the people walk by. Some people look angry. Some people just... Look like they're on their, yep, a lot of people on their phones. A lot of people just look like they're on a rush. But me, I'm in my car. I'm just waiting to do my swim lessons. I actually do swim lessons over by MIT now. It's a blessing to be able to do that. It's um actually to share a little bit about myself. When I was younger, when I was in high school, and high school wasn't too far away. It was just six years ago Um, that I graduated six years ago. There was a program at MIT called Amphibious Achievement. And just to give you a state of mind as to how amazing this MIT program was, I'm going to tell you how it began. So freshman year, at my, my freshman year in high school, at John D. O'Brien High School, a group of MIT sophomores, um, Gnome, and, uh, Gnome and Ron, they were two sophomores. They were um, working... They were on the swim team, and one was on the rowing team. Um, And they got together and got together a staff of about 20 MIT students. And with these 20 MIT students, they created Amphibious Achievement. And this program is now living today, Um, even 10 years later. After I've graduated the program, I've, you know, paid my dues in college. I've made sure to, you know pay homage to the legacy that they left behind by being a good leader. But these MIT students, they got together and brought some high school students. They brought a group of about 15 to, I think, 30 of us into these classrooms. They were reserved classrooms. They were reserved time at the pool. They were reserved time at the rowing facility that MIT had. That was right on the Charles. Very beautiful facility. We was a, we was really blessed to be able to be there at that opportunity. And every Sunday, they get us sponsored sandwiches from Kosi or Flower or a random pizza place such as Bertucci's or some other fancy fancy pants, you know, restaurant. And every Sunday, we had in the morning. Well, the early, early morning, we had either swimming or rowing practice. And then after that, we had an SAT class. And this SAT class prepared many of us, prepared a lot of people for the SAT. And they prepared us for, you know, being on college teams when we were later on in college or just being able to handle a college load. And just the impact that that had in the trajectory in our lives the hands that put, you know, the MIT students that put their hands into our lives to be able to make sure that we had a good future and to make sure that we were prepared for 
what was to come. It was amazing. It just it just completely brought us even further. I'm so very thankful for what Ron and Noam did when they started out with Amphibious Achievement. They made sure that we all took value and that they listened to us and they understood if we weren't able to make it some days or if we were hurting or just different things. They were able to just, you know, put their hands to our lives and take some good care. And so this, these, these guys, they decided they had a vision. They decided they had a purpose. Not only did they, they decide they had a purpose, they knew it. They knew their purpose was to, you know, give their talents to help people understand their skills, to help people navigate through their lives, whether it's through swimming, education, or rowing, or just life in general in terms of helping people. These guys, they became bosses. And this is what's getting me into the title of this message. It's be your own boss. Be your own boss. If you have a mission, if you have something that you want to share, if you have a talent that you want to give to the youth or a talent that you want to give to anybody who doesn't have it, do it. Just do it. This is the sign. This is the podcast. This is me telling you that you need to do it. You listening to this podcast is not a mistake. I'm going to tell you that 100%. You listening to this podcast is not a mistake. You are trying to bring yourself to a higher place. You are trying to bring yourself to a better place where you can either, one, make more money, two, get more recognition, or three, just be a better person. So you listening to this podcast is not by mistake. So I want to tell you now, you're a boss. You, you are a boss. You have talents that I need you, and I'm saying this, I need you to share with the world. And if you want to consult with me, you want to talk with me, whether it's to release your own podcast or, you know, start coaching or whether you just want to, you know, help other people, whether it's through cooking, you know, let me know and we can work on it and we can just collaborate together and we we can help each other out on our own missions. But I want to let you know from jump, you are a boss. You are your own boss. And the reason why I say that is because you have a brain and you have the ability to click on this podcast. So I'm pretty sure you have other abilities too. You have the right mind. You're not being forced to listen to this podcast. I didn't make you listen to this podcast on my loudspeaker while I drive through the city of Boston uh, with my windows down, speaker on max. I didn't force you to listen to this. You're here for a reason. So whether your talent is reading English, there's a lot of bi- do like there's a lot of bilingual people that I know or uh, poly polylingual. Just don't roast me in the comments for this. <laughs> it's just there are people that know more than one language. So why can't you teach other people your primary language? Teach other people your secondary language. You have a talent that you can share with other people. Some people, they can't, they can't walk properly. Or some people, they don't know what to read. Or other people, they just don't know how to work their own computer. We're in a day and age 
where not the whole world is on the internet yet. So if you use your abilities and share your abilities with other people, who knows, you might be the first face that they see that's on the internet that's helping them out. You may be the first person that they see that is a health guru and understands the true value of treating your body right or treating yourself right in terms of you know, your health or treating yourself right in terms of your mental health. You might be that first guru that people see when they want to learn how to swim or whether they want to learn how to play football or whether they under, they don't know they they want to know how to get into business or how to get into marketing. So first, I want you to know you are a boss. Two, you have free will and you have the power to show that free will. So I want you to get up today and show that free will whenever you listen to it. I say good morning, good afternoon, and good night because you can be at any point in your day. And all that matters is right now. I'm going to give an example about this morning. So I usually go to morning prayer every day, uh, especially Fridays. I love Friday morning prayer at my church. We do a, They do a good job of getting people together. And, you know, we there's a real presence. There's a real atmosphere of just praise and just an atmosphere of understanding that if we look for the good, if we want the good, the good is already for us. That God is looking out for us and our mission will will, will happen if we rely on him, if we rely on his way, if we, if we rely on his word. So this morning, I had an issue getting up. I ain't gonna front you. It was just, I I felt lazy. I heard my, my alarm go off. My alarm is Eye of the Tiger. So I'm hearing, rising up, back on the street. And this this morning, I just let it, I let it play. I was just like, did my time to chances. I'm sorry if I offended your ears just now, but you know, those words did my time, took my chances, went the distance, and now I'm back on my feet, just a man and his will to survive. Do you want to survive? Do you want to make it in this world? Sometimes you got to get up, stand on your own two feet, and just recognize what you have already. Recognize what you have at this present time. Recognize who you are and understand nobody can take that away from you. And only God could take you away from this earth. And that's just what it is. Like there are accidents out there. There's there's times where, you know, people might get sh- get shot or we might get sick or we might get, you know, hit by a car. Really, really bad tragedies. But just understand that, you know, we're not going to be on this earth forever. We're not. There's an analogy going around, especially now in 2020, where we're in line. We're all in line to die. We can't tell how far we are in line. We can't look forward to see who's in front of us. We can't really look behind us to see who's behind us. Definitely can't see who's behind us when we're going to die. But if you understand that you're in line, you can just, you can walk around. You can walk around while you're in line. You can do whatever you want to do. You can do your best in this world. Or you can just sit there and sit in line and just wait to die. Do you want to just sit in line and wait to die? I really hope not. (laughs) I really hope not. Because it will happen. You will wait. You'll wait. 
And you'll wait for the right time to happen, and the right time will never come. Because you never decided to have fun. You never decided to be your own boss. And you never decided to go out on your own and share your talents because of insecurities, because of fear, because of anger or at one person or anger at yourself. You can do it. Uh, there's no there's no there's no other way to say it other than you can do it. You really can. And it might take you a little more hard work than the other person. It might take, you know, there's there's certain people out there such as LeBron James, you know, Kobe Bryant, RIP to him, where certain things might come easy, where you know, they have the genes, they have, you know, the 63 genes, they they you know, they're built and certain things may come easy to them, such as basketball. And you might be 5'11", and you're like, I can never make it to the NBA. Well, guess what? You're right. You just said it. You said you'll never make it to the NBA. And so you'll never put in the work. You'll never know what it takes to get there because you doubted yourself in the beginning. You are a boss. You can make it. You will do it. And you can if you put in the work, put in the hours, and reach out to those resources that are around you to make sure that you're, you're mission succeeds. If you have a mission and you want it and you want it for yourself really, really bad, go after it. Do what you want. Forget what anybody has to say. When I started this podcast, I talked to a man called Sam Crowley and I thank him for the rest of my life. When I get to episode 50, I'm going to let him know like, yeah, I did what you told me to do and I worked to get there. But when it came down to it, he said, man, just get out, get out the first 50. And that was the most empowering thing to hear to myself because I knew I can get out number one, two, three, four, five. We're on episode 18 now. But he just told me, just get it out. And then I believed in myself that I can get it out. So listen to me. You can get out your mission. You can get out your passion. You can get out your purpose. Cook that dish. You know, be, use your ingenuity. Everybody makes chicken and waffles. Everybody makes those plates with a, a lot of adobo and Old Bay seasoning on it. Do something different. You know, you can do it. Make the game yours and then twist it to your style. When I teach swimming, I have my own style of teaching. And people might learn it. People might take it. People might not like it. But it's my style at the end of the day. And it's going to make me money at the end of the day. And... Somebody else making money because of their style is not going to doubt, make me doubt myself. So work on yourself. Work on your craft. Believe in yourself because you are a boss. Go ahead, my boss people. Go ahead, my hungry athletes, my students of life. Thank you for listening. Peace. I want to thank you for listening to the podcast if you like this episode or the whole podcast if you haven't already leave a review subscribe to the channel this helps other people find the podcast so that they can take away some value in their lives also once again follow me on instagram at c-o-a-c-h-c-h-a-z-z stay hungry stay blessed and stay positive peace